You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Please join me for Ask the Good Doctor. Each and every Wednesday, Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire will present solid solutions to create a healthy new you. Bring your questions. Good afternoon. It's Wellness Wednesday. I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, and welcome to Ask the Good Doctor. I am here to help you attain, maintain, and reclaim your perfect health. Join me on Twitter and X at Ask the Good Doc, on Instagram and Facebook at Ask the Good Doctor. I'd love to have you jump into this conversation with me today. I am the new podcast that is here with you on Mino Lion Media and will be here every Wellness Wednesday. As a naturopathic doctor, I am one who teaches you how to stay well using everything in nature and not using any medicine. That is what naturopathy is. It is an alternative therapy used to treat you with God's pharmacy. Here, I will teach you vital and life-saving information that you've probably never heard, but will absolutely save your life. This information is going to help you and your village to stay whole and healthy. How do I know? Well, I embarked on a wellness journey back in high school as a senior when I heard Cindy Rogers, who's going to join us later, by the way. Cindy gave a persuasive speech on why you should become a vegetarian. And it was a persuasive speech. I was so persuaded that I went to the lunchroom the next period and ordered a grilled cheese sandwich. And I went home that night and announced to my mother, I'm never eating meat again. And she said, help yourself. There's some salad in the refrigerator. And then I went to GNC back when it was General Nutrition Center. And GNC at the time used to be like the Whole Foods of today. We had groceries. We used to juice juices, squeeze peanut butter, make sandwiches. It was really an education for me. And there, I really became an aficionado on all things related to health. By the time I went to college, I had amassed boxes of supplements and I knew what to do with each one of them. So I'm glad you're allowing me to introduce myself to you today because that background information is important as to how I got here forward many years to when I married a man who I thought was my Prince Charming. This is how I know that naturopathy works because that man married me knowing he had full-blown AIDS and didn't tell me. And my super strong immune system offered me protection against the virus called HIV. But also, I'm God's girl, and I'm not confused about that as well. And equally, I had protection from the blood of Jesus. So luckily, I'm not just lucky. Some say that I am. I don't think so. But I call myself God's girl because I was protected in that situation. But 
It's the food. It's the lifestyle. And I'm going to be teaching about that week after week about the lifestyle that needs to be embarked upon in order to have this full life on this wellness journey. Today, my primary care doctor loves to call me to report that my blood work is impeccable. I mean, they tell me that my blood work is that of a healthy teenager. And unfortunately, we know that today there are many unhealthy teenagers. So they always say that your blood work is that of a healthy teenager. And for that, I'm grateful. And my dentist always says that cleaning my teeth is just an exercise because I don't really need a cleaning, but I follow that mandate. And we're going to hear from some dentists, some holistic dentists about why your teeth are so important and what your teeth reveal about your overall health. That's going to be something you're going to want to know. My Cologuard screenings, and yes, I get Cologuard screenings instead of a colonoscopy. And we're going to talk about when you should get the Cologuard screening, or if you're at a higher risk, when you should have a colonoscopy. But my Cologuard screening shows that I have a 99.9% chance of catching, of contracting, or should I say, because I don't believe you catch anything, I would say that I have a 99.9% option of not getting colon cancer. That's what I'll say about that. And is that too much information? I'm sorry if it is, but... (laughs) I believe that it's important for us to make sure we have all of our screenings and it's important for us to know what our blood work is annually. And actually twice a year, we should get blood work just to keep up on what's happening on the inside. And we're going to really delve into why blood work is important, even for doctors like me, treating you with everything in nature. I need to know what your blood work looks like in case we need to tackle something. So these are the things that point to perfect health. Also, I don't wear eyeglasses and I'm happy to report to you that I'm 61 years old and I don't have eyeglasses. I have impeccable blood work. I don't have a colon cancer risk and I can stand up and sit down without pain. Hallelujah. That's all I have to say about it. I wave my hand when I say, gosh, this is what perfect health looks like. So I want to dispel the notion that perfect health is not attainable. And I want to dispel the notion that as you get older, that things just start breaking down. Oh, contraire. Because if you've led your life or if you start beginning to live your life in wellness and in a prevention model, then all of these other things, these negative things will be elusive to you. So this is the reason why I'm so passionate about the dissemination of holistic health literacy. I come to announce also that I will not be silenced. I will not be silenced about giving the most information to the people who need it, the vital, life-changing, life-saving information to the people who need it the most. And those are the people in black and brown communities, unfortunately. But even others or all others who need this information, I won't be silenced about it. I'm going to shout it from the mountaintops. Yes. I want to be instrumental in the in the 728. I want to be instrumental in the 
creation of a multitude of wellness warriors. And every Wednesday on this show, I'll encourage you to come alongside of nature instead of defying it. I want to encourage you to stop thinking I can eat whatever I want to and not get sick. Stop all that. It's a lie. It's not true. And here's the other thing. You eat whatever you want to, to the point where you do get sick. Think about your family that has to take care of you. Think about your family that loves you and sees you eating yourself into a condition. Yes, you are going to learn here that you are what you eat. Newsflash, yes, you are what you eat. Oh, yes, you are. I like to say I have a unique ability to uncomplicate very complicated information and there will be news and views of experts and others whom I call good doctors in their respective fields. We're going to have dentists, exercise physiologists, cardiologists, all kinds of other doctors. They are good doctors in our village too. And they believe in the naturopathic model. In fact, many of them, in addition to being MD, are also naturopathic doctors, NDs themselves. Yes. For everything, for your hair, And everything in between down to your toes, we are going to cover it. People who make the special products, those are the people who are near and dear to my heart. Those who took the time to study and formulate the best supplements for us to have, the best tonics, the best products for us to use. I just love my curators because without them, Where do we get the good stuff? We would be spending a multitude of hours in our kitchens and in our bathrooms trying to conjure up these things, which I used to do, actually. But I am so happy to discover these things and also these wonderful purveyors of holistic health items for us to stay healthy. I will also invite you to attend one of my free Ask the Good Doctor live events in a city near you. I like to travel, and but I like to get out and meet the audience. I like to meet the people. I like to have you come in person, and we can talk personally about the things that are troubling you in different areas and different cities. And I have vendors. So the Good Doctor live events are always free when I come to your city and we'll have vendors who have some of those good items, those wonderful salves and potions and lotions to help keep you healthy. I'll invite you to come away with me to our annual Wellness Warriors Weekend Getaway. That's a fun time. Three days, action-packed of speakers, dancing, water aerobics, good food, good clean food. And we also learn how to cook in a session I call Kitchen Warriors. And sometimes we have Kitchen Warriors all by itself. Our last Kitchen Warriors was in a spectacular Black-owned mansion in Atlanta, where we learned for three days how to make healthy meals specifically for the holiday. It was called the Holiday Edition. Oh, we had a grand old time. And I'll invite you to, in fact, I have a book called Kitchen Warriors 101, Homemade Healthy. You can grab one of those until you get to see us in person, but there's nothing like coming to one of those Kitchen Warriors events where we have a ball. I'll also introduce you 
right here to the concept of holistic meditourism, sharing my experiences about the best places in the world where you can go to restore your health. Meditourism, believe it or not, is a huge industry, and we're going to explore some of those places together. What most people don't know about me is that I was once a high-powered entertainment publicist to the stars, working with artists like the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston, Tony Braxton, Faith Evans, and the notorious B.I.G., to name a few. And I'm going to call on some of those celebrities like Monica and Deborah to run on in here and talk to us about their holistic health journeys. And to prove that perfect health is indeed within reach, I will make space for something I like to call testimony time, where we have firsthand accounts of those who have a holistic health praise report. And today, I am pleased to introduce my friend from high school, who actually helped to set me on my wellness journey. We also will have a lot of talk about how to heal ourselves, mind, body, and spirit, and we will tackle issues that affect the human condition, like things like making sure your money's right, because if your money is not right, then you are emotionally upset about confronting, are you ready to die? Is all of your paperwork in order? Do you have everything ready for when you die? It's a tough conversation to have, but it's necessary. We'll also confront issues like sex trafficking. Human trafficking is really a problem worldwide, and we're going to talk about it to give you some skills about how you can keep yourself safe, but also what you can do if you see someone else in trouble. Very important. Those are issues that affect the human condition. But right now it's testimony time. And I have with us Cindy Rogers O'Mary. And Cindy, if you can unmute yourself, has been a friend of mine since high school. And she is here today because I want to just talk to Cindy and introduce her to you. She is single-handedly responsible for setting me on my wellness journey. Hi, Cindy. How are you today? Hi, how are you? I am well, thank you. And so happy that you could join us. Because when I tell people that I have been on this wellness journey since I was a senior in high school, I can't say that without mentioning your name. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I, Cindy, how is it that you came to, as a high schooler, the awareness that you needed to embark upon a wellness journey? Well, now that I look back on the uh, whole scenario, I really attribute it to the fact that I grew up with a grandfather who had a supermarket in the city of Chicago on the south side, and he was known for his meat. He was the best butcher and everyone from afar that lives in Chicago would come to his store in order to buy the best meats. So I grew up watching them bring in these whole cattles and whole pigs and them, you know, basically putting them into the products like the bacon and making everything that they make out of it. 
And it's just like a big turnoff, like so the smell, everything. So by the time I got to be 13, I was already kind of dabbling into the fact that I was no longer going to really want it because of me seeing that. Mm, okay. And by the time I got to 15, I had strength a little bit. I had a little bit more knowledge as to, I embarked some of the people that were doing it already where they didn't eat any meat and they were a hundred percent vegetarians where they wouldn't even eat dairy products. So I just started trying to learn it little by little. I love cheese. And at that time I would just, as you said, I would basically eat a lot of pizza, a lot of grilled cheese, a lot of baked potatoes. I love vegetables. So it was not really a hard, you know, switch because I still love vegetables. But as being as a kid, I did love steaks from my grandfather. So like <laughs> I said, when I turned 13, it just all went away. I was realized that it's just not for me anymore. Okay. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. That's really interesting because you have two sides of your family here and you speak of your aunt too. Tell me about your aunt. Yeah, my aunt, she was actually at that time a model. She's an Indian. We are all, my parents, they're Cherokee. Well, my father's from the West Indies and my mom, she's an American Cherokee Indian. So our family background, she was a model. She was beautiful. She was an Indian and she was a school teacher. And when we were younger, she only made like green tomatoes. She would only make like fresh corn. She would only make only vegetables. She didn't even eat any type of you know, flesh like chicken or fish. She never even ate that at all. She was strictly vegetarian and it would always be super good. Her food was always tasty. It was always filling. It was always, you know, what you could call a complete meal. You yes. didn't feel like you were lacking after you ate her meals and it would be just vegetables, but it would be a combination of different things. It might be some starch included. It might've been pasta. It might've been a baked potato, but then it was a bunch of vegetables in other words to go with that as well. Mm -hmm. So she was beautiful and I wanted to be like her and I wanted to look like her. So <laughs> that was another reason to start trying to do what she does. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, you know, it's always good to have an example in front of you. And even though you have these examples, you had the example of the people in your family with the extreme meat eating. And then you have the example of the auntie who absolutely positively is just radiant because of her diet and her lifestyle. And then you come up into school in this classroom and have the nerve to stand flat-footed, boldly, not ashamed, to make this declaration that this is who you are, this is what you're doing, and to give us a persuasive speech. Yes, it was absolutely, <laughs> it was funny it, in the sense now looking back on it because it was a little book that I had acquired, and I don't know if you remember, um, Maggie. Um, yep. Maggie Brown? 
Correct. Maggie Brown. Okay. She's the one who also was like on that path as well. So we were talking about this book. Like I introduced her to this book, Dick Gregory, and her father was like friends with him. So it was just even deeper. You know, her father was like a very prominent person at that time. Uh, Oscar Brown Jr. We can call it. Correct. Correct. So that's how, you know, I was able to really know a lot about Dick Gregory and his book, The Evils of Flesh. And from that point on, it just basically, you know, I was like I said, it was also about beauty. But you'll notice when you're a teenager, you will get more opposition from your family, your friends on the fact that you're not eating meat. Everyone was like, why aren't you eating meat? Everybody eats meat and they're just fine. Well, no, that's not the case. A lot of people don't eat meat and they're fine. So you, you have to give the right assumption. A lot of people think that, oh, well, I've been doing it for years and years and I'm just fine. Well, you know, there's a lot of people, like I said, who was my aunt, who never really ate meat all her life. She just grew up that way. She was an Indian and she just never got into like really liking meat or ever really having it a lot. So she learned how to just be full and eat without having any. Okay. I was just amazed by you that day. And it obviously was, I hope you got an A on that speech is all I have to say. I did. I actually did. I actually got an A on it and I allowed a couple of other students to do it years after me with the same speech. Not the same teacher though. Not the same teacher. Not her. She was something else. Oh yeah. I'll never forget her. Yeah. Not her. (laughs) No, I was talking about our other music teacher. Oh yes. Oh, Miss McLean. Yes. Miss McLean. Miss McLean. Yeah. And Miss Stein as well. I just, we went to Kenwood Academy, y'all, in Chicago, by the way. Let me just name name it. Bronco Love. I, am, I, I just know, this is what I know, that it making such an indelible impact on me that sending cold turkey, I quit. Cold turkey. I went into that lunchroom and ordered a grilled cheese sandwich on rye. I went home that, and I had lunch the next period. The next period was lunch for me, and I ordered a grilled cheese sandwich on why. I went home that night and announced I'm never eating meat again. My mommy said, help yourself. There's some salad in the refrigerator. And Mm. it just started from there. And no one gave me a hard time in my house. My friend's like, oh, girl, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, no, I don't eat that anymore. Uh-huh. And I got my education from GNC. Uh-huh. That's where my education came from. And it was just a wonderful uh, education to uh, underscore what I always felt. And then I just started to read. And then what I knew. So Dick Gregory was the impetus for you, that little book. Yes, It was the one that gave me strength. It was the one that was so simple and so small and easy to read that you can learn all the knowledge. It teaches you a lot about the evils of flesh, but it also gives you a lot of inspiration on what to eat. That's a lot of people's problem. They don't know what to eat when you're to substitute when you're hungry and you just feel like vegetables are not going to do the trick. But it just depends on how you what you're eating as far as your vegetables. 
Okay. How has this wellness journey that you've been upon since you were 13, how has it been beneficial for you? Well, I mean, I think that at this age, I'm 60 and I look like I'm 50. <laughs> so I feel like it's been very beneficial. I mean, I even look younger than that because I still attract so many individuals that think I'm so much younger. And I think it makes your skin still, my skin is still good and my body is still good. And I'm able to travel the world now. I mean, I met a very nice companion that travels all, he lives in Europe, in Switzerland. So I'm there like three months out of the year and he's, he, he eats the way I eat. Like he's, he's encouraged because he sees, you know, like it's good for us. He likes it. He doesn't, he, before he met me, he would eat, you know, his pork and his beef. But now that he's met me, he's strictly only on seafood and poultry. Okay. All right. And you know, it's interesting that you say that he sees you. This is important because I believe strongly that you can't be what you can't see. Oh. And it is it is vitally important that we be the example setters for others, no matter what your walk is, that if you're going to be the best professional that you can be in your craft. And there's a saying in the in the church, in the Baptist church, that you may be the only Bible that some people ever get to read how you live. Yeah. Your life. And in this wellness journey, how you look and what's on your plate may be the only thing that someone who's looking to improve themselves may ever see. So it's you, it's you, it's you, it's all about you and mm -hmm. what people see in you. No one's going to run to a person who is uh, looking older than they are and ask them what they do to look, look like they look <laughs> and, no, and no one's going to emulate that. They're not. Uh -huh. Because perfect health is attainable, but you can see good health in people. You can see it. People are radiant. They are flowing. And this is what I want for this audience. I want perfect health for you are you all. Cindy, tell me where you are right now in terms of your day-to-day -day and what you do. Are you still on the vegetarian track or are you oh absolutely absolutely i still am also i eat very healthy i start off with the morning like it's just in habit for me i love fruit so i start off every morning with fruit and i basically only eat a little small lunch which would consist of something of maybe mm, to be honest, like a taco, a chicken taco or seafood taco or something like that. And then I might eat like a small dinner. I'm not really so much into heavy food and my size shows it. I'm still very small. Like as far as my body size, I, I'm not over 120 pounds and, and I, it's like a beautiful thing. Like I said, I still look young, like a young girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're pretty short too. Yeah. I'm only five, three. And so I don't need to get any bigger than 120 anyway. Okay. <laughs> yes. True. So yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting it's, though, because when I first embarked upon this journey and while I was home and the last part of my senior year before I went to college, all was well, but when I went to college, they didn't seem to know what to do with the vegetarian. 
So as part of my meal plan, I could go up to the counter and I could say, I'm a vegetarian. And you know what their answer to that was? They gave me a cellophane wrap of American cheese, like five, eight slices of American cheese. And I could get that every day, every meal, three times a day. It was despicable. And I had to complain and protest and get to get salad because there was no fresh salad. I mean, a salad was just maybe every once in a while would show up as an option and it would be like as a main meal. And to this day, though, salad meals are my favorite. I start every plate with a plate of salad and then I will put a protein. Now, while I still, I do, I no longer eat just vegetables. I do eat my proteins are fish and chicken and turkey and the very clean wild caught fish only organic Uh chicken only. And Uh turkey is, turkey's just wild. Turkey's wild. (laughs) It doesn't need any processing or anything like that. Turkey's wild. So those are the things that I eat. And I, I love to eat a salad meal with those things. But when I was in college, because I rejected that package of cheese every single day and American cheese at that, it was just the big yellow. And I could guarantee you it was probably that uh, government cheese too. It was just, (laughs) I, I was not replacing my proteins properly and my hair started falling out by the handfuls. My hair was really suffering for it. And I said, okay. And my nails were breaking. I said, okay, I knew. And then, so then I started adding back in slowly the fish and the chicken uh, to my diet. And then I found my sweet spot and I've been here ever since. And I don't see myself going back. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I will never go back as well. Yes. How were you able to raise your family, Cindy? Well, you know, I basically raised both of my kids. They're adults now, but they both were raised without eating meat. Uh, They basically only had the chicken and the fish as well. Now, when they reached to the teenager years, I would allow them to do what they wanted to do because, you know, they're around other kids that do it. But in other words, they were already trained in their bodies that their bodies would reject it. They could not really eat it without being sick. So it was a, a, a thing where, you know, they, my son would see other kids eating hamburgers and he would want a hamburger. And then every time he ate it, his stomach would feel bad. So then he would stay like, no, I'm not eating it because I noticed if he eats like he notices he eats meat. He's not feeling well, but I raised yes. him without eating meat up until, like I said, they were like maybe 13, 14, 15 when they were on their way to high school and like out of my control. Then that's when I said, okay, I can do only what I can do. But I definitely felt like, cause everyone said, well, they're not going to get their proteins and they're not going to get their things they need without them eating meat. But they did because I, like I said, you have to know how to make it around about, um, uh, uh, um, I'm trying to say the five foods, like the five. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You have to, you know, know to use something from each of those five channels. In other words, I'm, I can't, my mind is going blank right now, but. No, you said that's other, it, the five food groups. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was just trying to basically let them be aware of anything of anything which could be bad for you. So I always let them know that as well. Like, I mean, I don't just give them all vegetables only. I don't just give them all fruit only. It's like a combination of everything. 
a combination of your fruits, a combination of your your bread. You don't give them too much bread. I don't give them any meat at all. But like even to this day, they don't even eat it. They eat chicken and fish. They don't even eat meat at this point. Still, both of them till this day. And now my daughter. Yeah, I was gonna say she has uh, two boys. And her husband, he eats it still, but he eats very little. You know, it's like after you're around a person, as we just said, that actually emulates and shows you how you can do it, then you kind of wing yourself away from it. You realize you don't need it as much. You can eat other things and you'll be help you'll be healthier and you'll feel full. That's the thing. That's you'll feel true. satisfied. I'm telling you, I raised my daughter exactly the same way. I used to make her own juice, make her juice for her. She didn't have a juice box until she went to a birthday party at four years old. Uh -huh. I believe it. Right. And she was looking at me like, oh my gosh. And it was red and it had that artificial dye in it. And she broke out. So she knew that she couldn't have things with color, make her itch. I'm itchy mommy. And now in college, she's an extremely good cook. She makes exquisite food and I call it pretty food because she takes all these pictures of her food, but her friends were going to get work in the steakhouses because in where she goes to school, there are a lot, every steakhouse is on the strip leading up to their school in Philadelphia. And she mm -hmm. said, I'm not going to no steakhouse. I've never even had a steak. I don't even want to touch a steak. And I thought, you never <laughs> had a steak. You know, she said, I said, you never had a steak. And she said, no. <laughs> and I thought, wow, I guess where would she have had one? Maybe, you know, but I thought that maybe if she would have been out or something, but she said no, because if she tried a hamburger just like your children and it made her stomach hurt, but you know what experience is the best teacher? Yeah. Sometimes you don't have to say a word. Yeah, go yep. I, you know, don't ask my yep. permission, go for it. And see what yep. that's my line. See. <laughs> see? <laughs> But Cindy, I appreciate you so much for being here. But more than that, I appreciate your level of consciousness to give that to a class when you were 15. And more than that, I thank you for taking those skills that our lovely Miss Stein taught us, wrapping it up in a package and presented it to us in such a persuasive way that it changed my life. So I thank you for that because now I'm a speech professor and I, I tell my students all the time, you never know what you will hear in these classes that may change you forever. Wow. So I thank, you for, I thank you for that because it's possible because what do we do? We hear things. People are listening to this podcast right now and hopefully it may be something that triggers that changes them that if we are not about change in this lifetime why are we here absolutely empowerment and i love the fact that that's what you're doing empowering all of us about health thank you honey i appreciate you and i want to thank all of you for being here today and allowing me to introduce myself I want to thank my team. You'll hear these names every week. Christopher Green, technical producer. IW, supervising producer. Our announcer, DJ Andy. And remember, always to let your eyes shine. Cut back on the wine. Get good food fast and go easy on the greasy. Until next time, I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, here to help you attain and maintain your perfect health. I'll see you next week. God bless you.
Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.